welcome to another tale from George's Pocketbook. George is a frontline UK response officer dedicated to fighting crime, resolving family disputes in minutes that are taking years to break down and getting in the faces of the social underclass. All events are real and names and places have been changed to protect the innocent, not so innocent and plain stupid. A call was dispatched from the control room. The caller stating her son, who was drunk, violent and refusing to leave, had assaulted her. Mike 2, the RT car, and Mike 2-1, the response car, accepted the call. Mike 2-1 was crewed by George and his enthusiastic young probationer, Sam, and neither of them wanted to be beaten to the call by the radio telephone car. George and Sam arrived first, almost running to the door to ring the bell. I've been here before, George said. A short while later, a very drunk female answered the door with a large Alsatian dog in tow. Hello, love. Can we come in? asked George. And can you put that dog away somewhere? Don't worry about her, replied the female in a spectacularly slurred voice. She's a pussycat. She looks like a dog to me, love, said George. The crew of Mike 2 had also arrived by now, and everyone entered the flat. The dog was put in the front room whilst the female stated that her son had beaten her up, fallen asleep in her bed and then wet it. Nice. The woman eventually admitted that she wasn't hurt and that her son hadn't attacked her, but she still wanted him out of there. She was then persuaded to go in the front room with the Alsatian, while the police officers went into the bedroom and found a rather large, snoring male, who was apparently as drunk as a skunk, in the woman's bed just as she had said and indeed it stank of fresh urine. They gallantly tried to rouse him, but he was out cold, so Sam, donning rubber gloves, pinched his earlobe really hard trying to get a response. F off, grunted the male. Don't say that to me, growled Sam, pinching him again even harder. F off, shouted the male. I'll whoop your ass in a minute, said Sam. And then after another pinch, the male rolled over to see the petite female officer leaning over him. Oh, sorry, officer, said the male. He then sat up, and by this time it was established that he lived at another address just up the road. So he was asked politely to get dressed, and he'd be escorted to his flat. As he was wandering aimlessly about the room, Sam faced him and said, OK, mate, let's go. I am looking for my hearing aids, slurred the male, turning around. Noticing them on the bedside table, Sam pointed at them, saying, They're over there, mate. The male ignored her and walked away. Oi, mate, they're over there, shouted Sam, pointing frantically. Sam then remembered that the man was deaf and couldn't hear her, and was also suffering badly from the effects of the toilet duck that he'd probably been drinking. George said that he'd let the woman know what was going on. As he entered the living room without announcing himself, the woman let loose with an incredibly loud scream. Turning to the woman's son, Sam the probationer said, Don't worry mate, he has that effect on all women. The crew of Mike 2 took this opportunity to look at each other and turn toward the door, beating a hasty retreat to allow George and Sam to clear up yet another family dispute in minutes that had probably taken years to develop. (laughs) 